0: Welcome to The Contractor's Best Friend Podcast, I'm your host, Brad Humphrey, and today we are brought to you by 4constructionpros.com and sponsored by Caterpillar. Our topic today is probably going to be of great interest to most of you listening. It's ideas of how to spot talent in your workers, and oh my gosh, is that more needed today than ever with some of the folks we may have coming into our industry. We're going to be joined today by three of the experts in the industry from Caterpillar. One, Jason Hurtis. He is over quarry and aggregates and a specialist in that area. Lonnie Fritz is joining us, his heavy and highway construction focus. And Scott Hageman with great technology. Guys, how are we doing today? Doing fine. Doing good. Doing real good, Brad. This is a topic that, that affects all of us. It, whether you're the owner, the contractor, the, the a leader, a field worker, you know, spotting talent in workers is a never-ending process. And, and again, to set us up right, you know, it is interesting. One of the hottest topics right now in the consulting world is onboarding. How do we onboard employees? And that's not a term that a lot of people may not want to use, but onboarding is nothing more. It's more than just orientation. It's bringing an employee in and ensuring that they stay with us. You know, one of the things I actually wrote a book about a couple of years ago was if we can keep an employee a day, we can keep them a week. You know, we have contractors that will admit that sometimes they have employees that don't even come back the second day. (laughs) But what we've also found is if we can keep them a week, we have a greater chance to keep them a month. And if we can keep them a month, we can keep them a quarter. And If we keep those new employees 90 days, our, our percentage of keeping them for the year goes up. So we need to find not only ways to keep people, but how do we spot talent in them? So I'm gonna throw this out and hopefully it's a bone that all three of you guys wanna chew on today because this is an important topic. This is down in the dirt with, with people in terms of our contractors. Scott, as you look at some of the folks that you have worked with through the years and contractors you've known, what might be some lessons that perhaps you've learned that you can share with us about I, where do we spot the talent? How do we spot the talent in today's workforce?
1: I think sometimes we need to take a different approach on spotting this talent. Let's not necessarily look at somebody that can move a piece of equipment or even operate a piece of equipment. He might be talented, but take him to the next level let's look at a different aspect of it. Is he a AKA leader? And when I say a leader, not a superintendent, not nothing like that, but more a communicator. He's mm-hmm. talking back and forth, he's expressing his feelings, right or wrong, but getting out there and getting his questions answered and have them ask good questions. Not just more upset type questions, but questions that really get to the point on. In his brain, now he understands what the business is doing and how it's reacting, so he can give a better product for the end result.
0: That's awesome, Jason. As you look at this, I know you've got like me—you have some young adults for kids, children, and now a grandparent, and all that—and and constantly looking at
2: our young talent that's coming into our industry. How do you? How would you look at spotting talent? There's a couple different ways, and one is to ask. You know, I've seen people been really successful with new people that kind of just keep asking them questions. What do you think? What would you do here? Mm -hmm. Do you have any ideas of how to do this better? And then you can kind of learn where their strengths and where some of their weaknesses may be. And then, you know, work on enhancing their strengths and and building up their weaknesses. I, I walked onto a job site one time and made the mistake when I was younger. I walked up and I said, hey, who's the boss here? And five guys turned around and said, we all are. What do you need? (laughs) You know, think about the empowerment of that crew where they're all kind of viewed equally. They all have the same opinions. Uh, They can feed off of each other and they can make each other better. You know, everybody's got raw talent, depending on what it is. Like Scott mentioned, some have leadership qualities, some have technical qualities, some have, you know, better hand eye coordination than others. And, And you have to constantly ask and watch and monitor and empower those people to see what their best strengths are so that you can apply them to the best in your company.
0: Yeah, I think that's good advice. You know, one of the things I found that we can't leave out in this equation are the existing foreman that they may be working for or reporting to. And the reason for that is so many times your field foreman, especially some of the older guys, are kind of crusty. And uh, some of them are goats, you know, they're kind of the greatest of all time and some other names for goats. But the fact of the matter is uh, they're usually pretty good talent spotters and yet they sometimes don't want to work with a new employee because it's going to slow their productivity down or they're going to have some quality issues and that type of thing. And yet if we can get their buy-in to help us build a better workforce, we can be helped out by people who are really at the front lines and working with side by side in some cases with these workers. Lonnie, when you look at this, and again, I know like me, you've seen a lot of contractors make some good decisions, maybe some poor decisions when it comes to spotting talent. What would be some lessons learned that you might share?
3: Yeah, it's really like configuring the machine, you know, when you look at our price list, it's, you know, you want to go through and yes, 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 I want to add that and configure that. And when I've looked at talent and, you know, it's, we all have our own personalities and just trying to get the most out of your people while giving them the opportunities to. There's several aspects I always looked at is, can they multitask? I had many foremen, you know, at a variety of skill levels, and you knew the ones you could give one or two tasks and then the eyes would roll back in their head and they'd be overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. You knew others, I could tell them what we're going to accomplish for the week on a Monday morning and they're like, feed me more. You know, those that can take that direction and really execute on it, have that attention to detail and know that nobody's following up behind them to redo their work you usually get paid to do it once not twice and yeah. it's just a cost after that so there's a variety of those other soft skills as well as those tangible skills in the versatility of the work they can perform you know mm-hmm. there was nothing better than having those foremen and superintendents out there that could take you from mass excavation all the way up to finished grading with you utilities and everything else in between that were you know they were self-guided and they were seeking to learn and do more take on more duties and tasks and that's all on the front end okay that's saying here's the candidate here's the person i was fortunate enough in this skilled labor shortage to quote unquote acquire them get them to come to my side and work for me with this finite supply of of people we have but now what do we do brad and and it's staggering for the some of the customers i work closely with there's a peer group that we support and one of the key topics that was addressed there is establishing an evaluation program where do i stand in this company I know from showing up at 7 and we're working nine-hour days reporting out at 430, that's Mm -hmm. about all I know and -hmm. put my head down, work as hard as I can. Observe their work they're performing, evaluate how they're doing, communicate those growth opportunities to them, Mm -hmm. execute on those opportunities you've given, and repeat the process. And that's how you're going to get so much buy-in and gratification. They are going to want to get up in the morning and come to work for you And everybody's going to win.
0: You know, there's there's interesting studies have been done and it's too long. We don't have enough time to talk about those today. But I will tell you, many times, uh, the reason uh, a newer employee will quit in less than 30 days and certainly less than 90, there's usually three reasons that pop at the top. One is nobody's talking to me. Number two, nobody's training me. And number three, nobody's following up with me. And what's interesting is, and money can be there, but, you know, money doesn't show up as much as you think in the top five or six and what's interesting is, is that when you're looking at spotting talent, you know, the, the contractors who I have run across that seem to be doing a better, and nobody has it down, Pat, but the ones that I think are doing it better, they typically, you know, they are watching those workers. They And sometimes I've had contractors tell me that sometimes the most talented young person that they've just hired is not necessarily liked by the others at first because they are taking what they do fairly serious. And he said, that's actually a sign for me that the others are taking notice that this guy or gal may have some talent that, you know, obviously they're not, they're not a complete, a completed worker yet. But when we spot talent, let's talk about it physically, mentally from a value standpoint, how do they mix in with the team? Can a couple of you guys talk to that? What are the things that we ought to be looking for? Because if we're going to hire them and keep them, they're going to have to
2: fit in. So what might be some physical and things that we might be looking for as a leader? I think if the person's a wallflower, you've already lost, Yeah, you know, if they're standing out of the group, um, they're not engaging with the group. That, that doesn't mean that, you know, you go to the bar every night with them and and drink till two in the morning, but you're interacting as a team because you want to enhance the team. You're stating your opinion and the rest of the team is actually listening to your opinion. That's a good trait definitely to have, but if they've disengaged and they're being quiet and you know, they're showing up one minute before shift and, leaving exactly a minute after shift, Mm -hmm. that's something you probably need to address right away because it's gonna affect that employee and probably affect the rest of the team. Could be, yeah,
3: absolutely. I think being open-minded, you know, we're back to personalities, Brad, we're back to the, Mm -hmm. you know, the cover on the book. You never know the experience an individual has, what they're bringing to the crew in this case, Mm -hmm. you know, what they're bringing to the table and knowing that generations turn over, you know, veteran or not. And I mean that Mm -hmm. by years of service, you know, it, it takes that next generation. And we've heard a lot about the boomers and unfortunately they are retiring at the same time. It's that uh, new generation that's more technologically advanced that can help you work through understanding that grade control system, maybe, or understanding whatever it is that technology that's at your hand. Completing the CAT inspect forms, like, gosh, why would I get this iPad thrown at me now to do an inspection every day before I run this machine? Just, <laughs> right, just give, right, right, just right. give me, give me the clipboard. What's wrong right. with that? Yeah. And, and so there's where we can help each other out. You know, the veteran operator has maybe the best approach because you know, where the misnomer kind of comes in sometimes is I have technology in this machine, so it knows how to most effectively move the material. No, it exactly. helps you do your job better with less fatigue and get to the end result quicker but management of material whether it's coming off of the blade whether it's a capacity in your wheel loader bucket or it's coming off the moldboard board of your motor grader and where do I put this cut to get to that fill and how do yeah. I get there the quickest yeah. that that grade control technology will only do parts of that for you yeah
0: you know, interesting listening both you guys and, and Scott I'll give you the last say on this but you know listening to, to both of you talk about several things but you know one of the things that I have found that sort of mixes in with that or the contractors who are realizing that the days of kind of learning on the job and a, and a guy or a gal may be taken two, three, four, five years to learn a particular skill. We don't have that kind of time anymore. It seems like. And and so I have found that some of the, again, more, some of the more successful contractors Are actually promoting a little bit more. Let's try this particular employee out on a piece of equipment, or let's try this out, and they may actually do some practice sessions back in their yard. You know, we heard we've we've talked about this before. Where maybe for a paver, they may bring in a load of sand and. And maybe actually allow some of the different crew guys that want to try out running the paver. You may have an all-star paving operator in your midst and don't you just never have given them an opportunity. And I think we're going to have to do more of that type of thing. Now, we got to be safe and we got to make sure we're monitoring them. But we may have, you know, spotting that talent may actually be giving some of our employees, especially our new employees. And one last thing before, before Scott, I'd like for you to close out on this one. You know, we're bringing in new people who have never been in the construction industry. And so they don't, they don't understand the difference between a flat edge screwdriver and a Phillips head screwdriver type of a thing. And now we expect them to just suddenly fall in love with what we're doing. So it's amazing how many crews that I've seen that make the job look so easy, but to that new employee who's never worked construction, they just can't fathom doing it as easily as some of our more experienced guys are doing. Scott, I'll give you last word, some final thoughts on this topic.
1: So you asked about where to spot them. So yeah. I'd say location. You know, let's go to the the countries. Let's go, you know, the country farmers, areas, things of that sort. Those individuals have been brought up, and they might enjoy the opportunity to operate a little bit more than mm. somebody that's been inside the, the city area there. And mm. then you talked about training in the backyard, training the back of the lot. Yeah. Caterpillar has simulators, and I know we've got numerous dealers that they have taken their simulators around in, in closed trailers and had operators or soon-to-be, wannabe operators get in that simulator and actually go ahead and operate that piece of equipment in a safe environment. And they're getting rated. They're getting looked at and okay, this guy has some aptitude. I think I can take him to here, or this guy doesn't have an idea whatsoever. I I think you know he might not be a good fit for us, but they're getting that flushed out in a safe environment and picking up some new talent that way. Great idea,
0: especially for for talent that we may want to see if they can run a piece
1: of equipment. I didn't know that. I thought that's
0: awesome. That's just an awesome contribution. Hey guys, thanks so much. What a well, what an important topic that we could probably do again <laughs> almost every year. Well, hopefully you've enjoyed the input and the contributions from Jason and Lonnie and Scott, and we want you to use the things that these guys have brought to you. They're out there. They're touching base with contractors. They see what's going on. They listen and, and watch as I do. So we want to help you with that. We did want to thank uh, ForConstructionPros.com for, for providing this for you and also for Caterpillar for sponsoring it. You know, if you want to listen to this podcast again or even check out some of the other podcasts that we've done over the last few years, feel free to go to ForConstructionPros.com or check out some of your favorite podcast sites. You may find us on some interesting places as well. Thank you for joining us today. We want you to be successful. Hey, let's have a great year. Be profitable this year. Thank you for listening. Find new videos from the Caterpillar team on the Cat Products YouTube channel.